0: Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And uh, as we've been moving through and coming down the home stretch of the year that was 2020, uh, we're looking at hindsight. We're looking for insight. Rolling into the new year, and uh, would love to have you chime in. You could do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at five seven five zero zero. What's your best hindsight for the year? And what's your best insight? for 2021. We'll share some of those as we get into the program tomorrow. Uh, but I wanted to round out today uh, with something that I think is Im- important for all of us. We get to the end of the year, we start looking forward into 2021. Uh, and of course, the big uh, the big thing that comes to mind is that New Year's resolution. And they're an interesting thing. I, uh, I once had one of my uh, coaching clients uh, back when I was uh, doing a lot of executive coaching. And uh, this client, uh, it was the end of the year. And we were going through some of his goals and objectives for the following year. And he he made a really fascinating observation. He says, Boyd, when I die, I want to die a perfect man. And I said, well, that's a pretty pretty big, hairy, audacious goal. And he says, well, maybe it's not. He says, what I really want to do is I want to die a perfect man, so I want to die on January the 2nd. He said, because I make all my New Year's resolutions, I do them perfectly on that first day of the New Year, and then it's all downhill from there. And for a lot of us, that tends to be true. I think uh, the uh, most endangered of all endangered species uh, is the New Year's resolution. Very few of them, by the way, actually survive past January 21st. So we get excited, we get motivated, we set a host of new goals and things we're going to do differently and change in our lives, and uh, we do okay for a little bit. Uh, It's this process, I call it peak and valley living. And so you do get motivated, you get uh, excited, you set a whole bunch of goals, and and for a little while you're doing okay. But then you hit that obstacle, you have a setback, you have a bad day or a bad week, and before you know it, you start sliding back down. Uh, towards those old patterns, those old behaviors. And before long, you get frustrated. You feel so behind. You feel guilty and stressed, anxious. And so you throw up your hands. and say, ah, I didn't really want those goals anyway. And you throw them out. And usually that happens before the 21st of January. And so we want to do it a little bit different. Uh, so I want to share just a couple of things with you today in our closing moments here that hopefully will help you set a different kind of New Year's resolutions this year uh, that can be sustainable because ultimately that's what we want to do. If you want to change behavior, you you can't do it in a, a day or a week or a month. <clears throat> it doesn't do anybody any good to send uh, to set, you know, 27 new goals that you're all going to you're going to have accomplished all by Friday. It's not going to happen. And so we have to have a little patience with ourselves in that process and we've got to be realistic in terms of what we're going after and then how we're going after it actually matters as well. So a couple of the key things that uh, I found uh, in my practice as an executive coach uh, before I uh, started swimming in the political space and the think tank world and uh, now here as part of uh, KSL and Deseret News is uh, I, I worked a lot with individuals, with executives, with uh, people from uh, around the world. And there's a few things that uh, we should commit to, some things that we should avoid, uh, and some habits that we need to develop. And one of the things that I think we all can do uh, is just be a little more realistic. I know it's exciting to to set all the new goals, uh, but make sure you're doing it in a way that is reasonable and rational. Pace yourself. Uh, Pace matters. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. And 2021 is going to be filled with lots of opportunities, just as 2020 was, by the way. And uh, I love the people who have found those in 2020. Those who didn't hunker down and just try to wait out the pandemic or wait until the economy picked up, uh, but who really jumped in and are making positive things happen. Uh, and those are the people who always get things done, by the way. Uh, and so let me give you a couple of things just to start thinking about as you look at some objectives for 2021. I think one of the most important things that we all need to focus on is really working to reestablish our networks, our connections whether that's business or whether that's personal, some of us have become so disconnected. Uh, it's part of what's troubling us as we come to the end of 2020 is that we've allowed ourselves to become isolated and disconnected. So maybe we haven't sent that text message to a, uh, to a colleague or to a friend uh, because, you know, I can't go to lunch with them anyway and I can't see them. So, so then we don't do anything at all. And so one thing that I think is going to be really vital is reestablishing and re-energizing your connections. And yes, many of those will still need to be virtual early on in the year. That's fine. But get going now. Go through your list of contacts on your, your phone or your digital device. Go back through your email. And I guarantee you there are some people in there that you have been meaning to reach out to and you've gotten distracted you saw something on Facebook, you counted that as a connection, uh, go deeper, go better uh, as you try to reestablish those connections rolling into 2021. So important. Uh, another thing that I think is really vital for many, uh, especially those who are working remote right now, is to reestablish the the work-life balance. And I'm talking to myself uh, as I uh, deliver this part of the program Uh, Because for many of us, it's just all blurred together, Uh, especially those of you working from home, uh, because it's so easy to just become 24-7 because you're always available. And since you're doing it from home anyway, uh, work has spread maybe out of your home office and into your home kitchen and into your living room and your bedroom uh, and throughout the house. And so it's become kind of a work presence 24-7, and that can be exhausting. And so make sure you you get some real clear parameters in terms of those work-life balance. When you're you're working, go into your workspace and work. And when you're not, uh, get out and put the devices aside. uh, Be present to to the important people in your life. uh, Get out of the house uh, (laughs) and do all of those things uh, that can give us just a little bit better perspective and a little bit better balance, of course, uh, that we need to have that rolling into the new year. Now, in terms of actually working on some of your personal things, uh, I am obviously a big proponent of of getting a coach or a mentor. And even if that's just somebody to hold you accountable, and it doesn't have to necessarily be an expert. It can be a friend. It can be a colleague. uh, It can be a member of your family. And just having someone who can help you with that. But let me give you just quickly here a couple of things that will help you stay centered and focused on your goals beyond january twenty first and I always look at that, look at it in four pieces. So there's education, inspiration, application, and accountability. So education, we've talked about this throughout the program today. Uh, will shared with us some really important things in terms of being that continuous learner and make sure you have a plan in the new year to keep learning, to keep your mind sharp, to keep expanding your vision, stretching your thinking, getting outside of your thought bubble or your social media feed. Education is important. Next is inspiration. Uh, You have to understand that compelling why. Why do you want this goal? Why do you want to change this? Why do you want to improve that? Uh, All those are are real critical. Uh, I've always been a firm believer that if the why is big enough, the how is not a problem. And so tap into that inspiration. So education, then inspiration, then application. Uh, You actually have to make it work. So if you learn something new, don't just learn about it, do something about it. My dad always had a philosophy that if you wanted to really learn something, read three books about it, talk to two people who know about it, who've done it, and then go apply it yourself uh, and make it work. And so you have to have that application. And then the final piece, of course, is accountability. Accountability. Who are you going to be accountable to to actually do what you say you're going to do? And just having someone to be that, uh, that checkpoint for you so you have that accountability so you can at least be forced to think through, why did I not do this today? Uh, or how should I do it better tomorrow? Having someone you can bounce that around with, again, doesn't have to be a professional. It could be a friend, can be a, a parent, can be a sibling, uh, can be a spouse, can be a, a good friend in the neighborhood. All of those can make a, a big, big difference to us. Uh, And so all of that, as you start winding down the year and really looking at how do we make 2021 really extraordinary, and it doesn't matter what the pandemic does, it doesn't matter what the economy does, we all have opportunities to grow, to improve, and to become better. Somebody once said that the real test of character is the ability to carry out a resolution long after the mood in which it was created has passed. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.